Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Do you know how much that uh, intro music cost? It cost a bit of money, that intro mu- music, didn't it? Are we going to talk about uh, it? Backchat 2.0, here we go. Will Schofield, Dan Const. Uh, yes, it is the real life Dan Const. I saw someone on social media asking if this was, in fact, the real deal Dan Const. This yep. is you. Yeah, and I would also like to address I don't have an underscore in my Instagram handle. Why? I just I never set it up before. I don't we, think I do either. No, you don't. I've also oh, no. noticed you don't. So no, I am the real deal. I don't does, know, think there's an, another Dan. D- does the king? Do the king? You know, does the king of the kingdom usually? You know, do it's Abide more just it's more just like do what I say, not do what I do. Yeah, exactly. Right. So just put an underscore in your name, and you'll feature on social media. Big show today. Huge. Social media. Uh, we're giving away two tickets to the West Coast Western Bulldogs blockbuster. It's a big game. It's very big, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. No, no, uh, yeah. Who's going to win? Because usually when the Bulldogs come over here, it's like, uh, they're a mid-range team. They're going to come over here and lose by six to eight goals. It's going to be boring to watch. It's on a Sunday Arvo. Uh, who's going to win? Um, West Coast get their captain back, Luke Shuey. It's a big in. Huge in. Uh, look, you know how I've been banging on about the fact that the top four don't really – don't really impress me much. Yeah. Bit so you're a top four team. <laughs> so you got the moves, but do you? Got the touch. Yeah, you got it. Uh, <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, I think they impress me a little bit more than anyone else. Melbourne, Melbourne's Melbourne. Yeah. Let's be honest. They shit the bed. They you shit know. the bed often, and I think they will this year. I've said that publicly. The Bulldogs have got the list. They're, they've got a lot of injuries. They've got injuries to their top talent. Yeah, they're, they're the scariest okay. uh, be- because of their midfield and their forward line. Can we just talk about Melbourne for a sec? I know you hate talking about Melbourne. No, I love talking. I, I love talking about Melbourne. When we first met, um, I remember one of the... I was still playing footy when we yeah, met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said to me, I can't wait for Melbourne to be awful again this year. Yeah, when was this? 2019. Yeah. Yeah. And so forever in my mind, you've been someone that hates Melbourne for some reason. No, no, I just, they just shit the bed. That's what they do. That's, that's what, yeah, ask any Melbourne supporter. I'm not speaking out of school here. Yeah, no, they, no, no, they, no, no. They, 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 they promise the world and they, they deliver an atlas frequently. That's, that's what the Melbourne motto has been for a very long period of time. And it's quite scary for any Melbourne fan watching how they're going at the moment because they are on fire. They are amazing. They are the best team in the comp. Can they win the premiership? No. No. Okay. Yeah. A little a little bit of Icarus flying too close to the sun. Yeah, that's correct. I don't know what that means, but that <laughs> sounds about right. Uh, thanks to Curtin of Humanities. Yeah, Humanities. Still don't know what Humanities Department is. We, we sent you and the Reddit community off to figure what that out uh, yeah. was last week. I don't know if there was a response to it. I should Reddit's have gone checked. crazy. Absolutely burko. Absolute burko. What's happening over there? Um, is that is that how you talk about it over there? Like yeah, yeah. A so a very good community. R slash backchat podcast. If you are a Reddit person, yes. Um, if you're not a Reddit person, you can email us hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Instagram 
backchat underscore podcast or Twitter, backchat underscore pod if you were not confused enough. Yeah, there you go. No, Reddit is great. There's just a group. Like the numbers are growing every day. How many people is that? I, it's hard to count. You know, like when you see a big crowd, you're like, I don't even know. I'm just going to guess a thousand. I would say that Reddit has the numbers of people that are signed up to this thing. How many people is there? No, is there fifty? There, there, there was close to fifty. There was close to no. That, you know, that's actually a lot more. I thought there may be two or three. No, and people are posting. There's been a video of Spider Man posted. Someone saying it was you oh. on the back of a truck. Um, that was a good story. That one. Someone else has posted. Um, look, there's so many posts. It's hard. I just love it. Right. So if you're not on Reddit, right. sign up, get an account. It doesn't sound like it's going that well. No, it's going great. You know, it's one of those things where there's a little cult following, and that's the real community. Um, yeah, right. you've got. Whatever, social media. I've got my little back chat podcast, uh, Reddit forum. Yeah, that's fan. fun. How, how's the week been? You, you had a good week? Yeah, I had a um, – you know, often we talk about my athletic ability and stuff like that. Um, mm. Didn't play cricket on Monday night because my hamstring's still a bit bit rough. Right. I know I told you that I thought I ruptured it, but it's just getting better. Did you do that heel drag? I did. Yeah, yeah, it was sore. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's almost to the point where I can heel drag without pain. Hammy's, Hammy's turn – one day you wake up and it's very sore. The very next day you can run and and go to close to ninety percent speed. They they it's like yeah flicking a switch. Well, my body is a temple and <laughs> I treat it well, so it's probably healing at a rapid pace. Doctors would look at my body and think, "How is he healing so quickly?" Now, uh, like we said, giveaway happening at the end of this show. Social media, the biggest segment in the podcast universe will be happening and the best question will be getting two tickets to the Western Bulldogs West Coast Blockbuster. Absolutely huge. They're good tickets as well. I don't know if they are. No, they, no they, they're quite good. They're up in the nosebleed, but they're okay. They're good. You get a good view. You can see the whole ground. Now, uh, a big fan of this show, mm-hmm. my mother. Oh, shout out to Jan. You, you got it. Jan. Yeah. I just didn't want to get it wrong. That's why I paused. Right. Sorry, Jan. So I wanted to start with this because – well, I wanted to, I guess, pay homage a little bit to the time mum's put into this. Uh, she sent in a handwritten uh, piece of paper, A4 piece of paper. Yeah. Um, we may put it on Instagram. Yeah, I think we will. Yeah, I think we'll put it on Instagram. She's written in, it's a, it's a stat sheet, right? And what it is, this is for, for our obscure stats, which isn't a segment mum, but it may be. Uh, all of these players that I'm about to read out lived in Admiral Court. Okay. Which Where's is that? where I grew up. That's okay. my home street. So you know how you see the stories of Nick Dananui with Walters and there's one other, uh, maybe a Jetta? They all grew up in the Swan Valley and they taught each right. other how to f- play footy. And it's like the, um, I don't know, it's like the Jamaican Bobbleshead team or something. It's like they shouldn't have been playing footy and now they're all superstars of the comp. Okay. It's yep. a little bit like that. Sure. But Admiral Court is the Victorian version of that. So you're you're linking yourself, you're akinning yourself to the Jamaican Bobbleshead team? No, I'm akinning Nick, Nad and Walters and that crew. Like They, they were never expected to right. play, right? Okay. Like the Bobbleshead team. They were never expected to go to the Winter Olympics, mm. but they did. Yes. And they came last. Thanks to John Candy. And they crashed and came last. Yeah. But they but they could have been something. Well, Nick, Nad and that crew, they're they superstars. Yeah, yeah. Well, over in Victoria where I grew up, Admiral Court, these are the players that have lived and played AFL from Admiral Court. Okay. Right? These are players, Hugh Routley, Brian Cook, Andrew Mackey, Nigel Lappin, Travis Varco, Joel Selwood, Tom Hawkins, and yours truly, Will Schofield. Okay. Without going into individual detail, you can see that on our Instagram page. The totals, games played, 1,612 AFL games, 1,258 goals, five best and fairest, 14 All-Australians, and get this, 23 premierships out of one street. That's huge. That, that is, is a record. I'm, I'm sorry. That's why I wanted to start the show on this one. Yeah. That has to go – we have to get that out. There. That has to be a record. You, you give me another street in Australia that's done better than that. You know what? Sir Swamp Thing, eat your heart out. Correct. Sir, Sir Jan Thing. <laughs> that is a, that's a huge stat. That's incredible. It did help. The, the street across from me was a host family. Um, she's right. She's actually Miss <laughs> She's Miss Kane Tenace. Mum, you've missed one, Kane Tanase. Okay. So we can add him in there. Sure. There's probably some other Geelong players that have played there as well. So it did help that there there was a few there was there was at least a decade okay. full of Geelong players going through one house. <laughs> <laughs> but Hugh okay, Routley still. was a premiership player. He he owned yeah. my house. 
Nigel Lappin, he's a superstar of the competition, mate. Superstar, yeah. Do you know who he is? Yeah, yeah, Nigel but Lappin. Who? I like the upward inflection. Who is he? Who do you used to play for? Adelaide. Oh, no. That is not <laughs> Nigel Lappin. That is, Nig- that is Nigel Smart. Oh, that's Nigel Smart. So who did Nigel Lappin play Brisbane. for? Brisbane, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he used to wear a glove. Yeah, four-time premiership player. Yeah, he used to wear a glove. I know Nigel Lappin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thought we'd start with that. We could, we could, we, we could make that into a thing. If anyone wants to challenge that, Please let us know. That's great. Backchat underscore podcast. Thank you, Jan. Thanks, Mum. Uh, Dan's story time. Now you 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 populated on on the on the Instagram mm. that you had an exclusive. We we That's obviously huge. ran the ran the Luke Shuey tattoo exclusive. We're able to get him into the studio, and yeah, he's back this week. And yeah, it might have been to do with his rehab he's been doing at the club, or it might have been to do with his appearance on Backchat. Probably a bit of both, more so with the podcast. What have you got? For us, okay, exclusive to Backchat 2.0, Adam Simpson, I yes. believe. So this isn't this isn't new news, okay? This is something that I want to tell you a story about Adam Simpson. Okay, no one's ever been told this before, okay. except, except my wife. Um, something that happened with myself and Adam Simpson. So it's it's I don't know. The media might go absolutely crazy with this. I just got to preface this. Okay, there was a time. This is a big show so far. <laughs> big show. There was a day when I took my dog out to the local dog park. What year? A day. Um, I reckon 10 years ago, one year ago? I reckon 2018, 2017. Okay. Took my dog out to the dog park. Now, it was near Adam Simpson's house. I didn't know that's where he lived, but it turns out he has a house right there. So I'm there with my dog. It's one of those dog parks where it's not massive and it's not all fenced, but the community all go there. It's probably a tight, little tight-knit community. Everyone just lets their dogs play together. Right. So I'm there. Everyone, everyone stands off to the side. Yeah, and they, they away. chat. Their oh, dogs that's your dog. Yep. Oh, they're playing nicely, and then one gets aggressive, and yes, the, yeah, the people yeah. start hating each other. Exactly. They don't want to come anymore. So I'm there. It's the first time I've ever been there. I see. Um, no Adam one would Simpson. have spoke. No one would have been speaking to you, especially <laughs> no. if you rocked up. Hey, you've rocked up today. What is that? What are you wearing? It's a t-shirt Sorry. with Please long sleeves. Please continue. I'm, I'm interrupting. So. I'm there, it's, there's obviously a crew there that often goes, but I'm just, we happen to be in the area, little Jerry, our dog was there with us, and we go, oh, let's get out and give him a bit of a run. I see Adam Simpson in the distance um, sitting on a park bench and he's got his dog there. So I'm not, you know, going over to chat to him, but his dog runs over to my dog, right? And I'm standing there, there and our dogs are just playing. He's got shocking dog control, Simpson. Shocking. Okay. Is this what this story is about? Well, let's, let's, okay, then that's Sorry. great to know. That, no. Shocking. So our two dogs are playing. He's probably 20 metres away. I think he's on his phone. No big deal. It's, it's fine. People are just letting their dogs play. It wasn't like his dog was aggressive or anything. Then I'm standing there and his dog lays a massive fresh one on the grass. Interesting. Um, and I'm, I'm watching this happen and my dog's right there and Jerry's like, you know, sniffing his face and stuff while he's trying to do it. Um, Jerry's blind, by the way. Anyways, um, <laughs> so anyways, after the dog's done his business. It's meant to like increase the other senses, isn't it? Yes. Can't do one. So he's got a good sense exactly. of smell. He does. Adam's walked over about 30 seconds later, hasn't noticed his dog's mm. done a poo. But my dog's there next to it. And all of a sudden this fear comes over me that Adam Simpson, who I respect because he you know, coaches the footy team that I support, He's going to think that my dog's just done a poo yep. and I haven't done anything about it. Please, no. So I'm I'm panicking because I think – I don't want someone to think that I'm just letting my dog poo on the ground and I'm do- not doing anything. So I think I've got to pick it up. Please, no. So, <laughs> so I get a dog bag and I pick it up. And What's I, wrong with you? Well, what would have you done? Not picked up Adam Simpson's <laughs> dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you haven't, have you? I was worried that he thought it was going to be my dog. Ladies and gentlemen, and this, this summarises <laughs> who Dan is, right? Found, this is the real Dan. No, You're I You're picking up other people's dog shit, mate. That's not on. I didn't want them it. to think that it was my dog that did it. So, so it wasn't your dog. It doesn't well, matter. Well, Adam walks over and he thinks that my dog's done it. So right. I, I pick it up because I'm thinking... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Adam Simpson thinking my dog just... Sh- did, you tell, did, you, did you sort of make no. it obvious that you were... No, I don't want to say, hey, I'll, by the way, that's your dog. Like, you know, you know you, you, uh, you're in a pub and you get the beers. You, oh, I'll grab that for you, mate. You, you didn't do one. Oh, well, let, pass him the bag. Yeah, let me, let me get that for you, mate. No, I, I panicked. 
<laughs> I picked it up and put it in the bin. So he's I've picked up Adam Simpson's dog poo. That's my that's my massive story. And look, oh, that's great. if you're listening and you work for the West or whatever, oh. please just don't call me tomorrow. I don't I don't want to answer any more questions. That's the story. I just imagine you with the fear and you oh no, he's, he's gonna think my dog did a shit and didn't pick it up. Yeah, well if I if if I if if I was like walking in the park and I watched someone's dog lay a turd on the grass. Oh, and then just walk away. I would have been offended by that person. Well, if you if you come come here for the uh, for the good times and the um, stats and the footy talk, well, you've come to the wrong place. But if you come here for exclusives and good stories, you've come to the right place. Back chat two point very good. After this break, we've got a Tom Morris op- update. If Ooh. for the regular listeners, we we had a bit of a tee off it on Media Watch. Caroline Wilson copped a fair whack. Tom Morris was second in line. Uh, with some ac- with, with some journalism in inverted commas because it was garbage, uh, some writing he did that back in 2018. Yep. Well, Tom's reached out to us. Ooh. Back chat 2.0. Yes, Dan and Will Schofield. Dan Const, Will Schofield here with you. Now, last week on the show we spoke about Tom Morris and his um, you know unsophisticated blogging, which he was calling journalism, and he, you know he had, he had his. You know, he had his bit of a swagger back in the day, back in 2018. Thought he was a bit of how are you? And how you been? Yeah, a bit of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what that is. No, it wasn't very good. That's exactly right. That's okay. that, that's how people used to think about his journalism. Now, Tom's written an article, um, and he's he's teed off at West Coast, and this is on the eve of the in 20, 2018. Yeah, yep. 2018, the eve of the finals, and I wrote him. A nice little message after we won the premiership in 2018. <laughs> oh, jeez, Tom. And I said, uh, might be time to um, start prepping for 2019 as he'd signed off his article, right? Genius. Well, I messaged him off a phone number that was unknown. And I didn't realize last week that I'd never fessed up to being that guy. Right. Right. So. Oh, because in the message he said, whoever, whoever this, this is, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We asked, for a, we asked for a public apology in the text message. Um, after he'd gone back and forth, and we couldn't find that public apology. Mm. Well, well, I couldn't. You sent me on this journey to find it. Well, luckily, I pride myself on being able to, and I couldn't. No, you couldn't. So, luckily, though, I asked for the public apology on video to be sent in, and we had, we were inundated. People had yep. saved this. People had it. It's amazing. There's people had TVO'd it and stuff. Like it's on their TV, on their TVs. Have a listen. I believe you're getting uh, a few little um, uh, messages from your friends over in the West. I am, yes. I tipped the West Coast Eagles not to make the grand final. They won the grand final, and well done to them. I, I was clearly quite wrong, Gaz. Well, uh, weren't we all? Yeah? You can just hear the look on his face. You can hear the look. Mm. It, it's like he's got a couple of a couple of little sour grapes stuck up in the in, around the corner of his cheeks. Can, can yep. you imagine his face? You've seen well, the video. I, I've seen it. I can. It, I can see so it. Yeah. Annoyed that he had to give that up. He had to apologise. Had to smile through it. National TV. Well, props to him because he did. Well, credit where credit's due. Tom. Not only did he listen to the podcast, so he found he found out that it was me. He was texting him, and I've had confirmation from another ex Eagle. Tom Morris was chatting to him today, and Tom said I had no idea for four years who that number was in my phone. Right. And found out by listening to the podcast. Now, Tom had a bit of interaction with a few of our our Twitter followers. Uh, Kevin Seaborn said, "Will Schofield, mate, love the latest podcast episode, especially the Tom Morris part. I'll let him know when you boys won back in 2018." And he reposted a tweet. This is from Kevin Tom Morris on behalf of all West Coast Eagles. Up yours, mate. Apparently, we are cooked. Mate, your journalism is cooked. And so Tommy Morris has got involved in that, right? And then Tom Morris has texted back the number that he didn't know. He's texted me back. What did he say? So I've had a bit of back and forth with Tom over the week. So Tom said, G'day, mate. Love your work. Rate holding the media to account. But if I can actually offer an explanation for this. Oh, this is great. <laughs> I haven't heard this. Yeah. So uh, he says, haha, but seriously, he's very, very, very good sport here. So in 2018 and sometimes in 2019, I would do blogs that were opinion pieces. And then after I finished blogging later that night or the next morning, usually the Fox digital guys would turn the article around into another news or opinion piece that appears to what has happened here, which means my obviously incorrect view of West Coast in 2018 was deleted in favour mm. from one with Gaff. So he's talking about they took the article off the website. They took it 
it was unable to be found. Yeah. So he he's blamed the Fox Digital team. Yeah. That's not, not a great accountability there, Tom, but I appreciate yeah, you getting I, in touch. I trust, I trust it. So anyway, he gave me he then a few other texts. He gave me some directions on how to find the article, and I did find it. It is online. Oh, so not only God. was that great by Tom, but it truly identifies your lack of <laughs> ability in the sphere of finding things. I think okay. you quoted, if there's something on the internet, I can find it. Yeah, I, st- I stand by that still. Well, you couldn't. Anyway, I said, very good. Hope you... In- I hope you took it how it was intended. He said, yes, I actually laughed a lot. It's all good. Cannot take myself too seriously. Play on. I've matured since then. Good. Well, well done, Tommy. Isn't that a nice finish to that story? Yeah, really like that. I mean, but you completely butchered it back in 2018, Tom, and we'll never forget. West Coast Eagles fans will never forget. Yeah, they will never forget. And judging by the sounds of it, you'll never forget. No, absolutely not. It was bloody hilarious. Uh, The fact that everyone sent in the video of him having to apologise on national TV and the, the sourness he did it was just great. It just great, great, great memories. While we're on Tom Morris, and I think at one point we'll have Tom, to put Tom, Tom Morris. Did you say Tom Morrison? It's Tom Morris. No, Tom Morris on while uh, we're uh, on while we're on Tom Morris. Okay. Look, we'll have to put him to bed at some point. Uh, this isn't uh, going to be a podcast where we, we'll every week him. we talk. We'll about him, but if we have to go back in and give him a little bottle, we yeah. might have to give him let's his bot bot. Yeah, let, let's do that. But we did get a question uh-huh. on social media. I know we're not in social media territory right now. We're not, but. Given that we are just talking about Tom, can we talk about this Tom Morris question right now? Yes. Here, look, it's that one. You you read the um you read the handle, and then I'm going to read it out uh, to you. At Alex underscore Paul double L twenty four. This says, "Love your work, Scoyne Dan." I have a little follow up to the Tom Morris story. So, as you may know, he's a co-host on the Fox Footy podcast, and the sentiments outlined in his article were pretty consistent on that pod throughout late the latter part of 2018. Mm. Anyway, fast forward to the Monday after the GF day, and there's no Fox Footy pod. They've run the Fox Footy pod for the last five years and the only year they didn't record a grand final review was 2018. What a coincidence. I asked one of the guys on there where it was and the answer was scheduling and timing issues and different workflows for different years. No such issues for 2016, 17, 19 or 20 though. Mm, So there you go. Very coincidence. Yeah. I think not, Alex. So thank you, Alex uh, underscore Paul. And I love that he's reached out to the Fox Footy podcast guys and said, why is that podcast this not is there? The, this is the definition of Media Watch. This is holding people accountable. It's great. This is the, uh, this is what I dreamt of when I restarted Backchat. Backchat yep. 2.0 and I wanted Media Watch. I wanted accountability. I wanted people going and investigating <laughs> and sending things yeah. in. And I wanted journalists to own up to their incorrect reporting, yep. which is what Tom's done. So I'm not going to just whack people and then – Say, oh, you, you're in the bad books forever. Yeah. I, I feel like Tom, yeah. uh, he's done well. We'll talk about it when he comes on the podcast and when, when we eventually get him on. And I've put a request to him. Oh, I said He said he loves it. I said, we'll get you on as a guest. And he said, yes, no worries. Perfect. I would also like to just mention that I do appreciate our listeners who haven't just doxed some of these people. We don't want, we don't want Tom Morris to get flooded with, you know, awful there remarks was a li- and things like no, that. No, but there was a little bit of it, which was good. It was a little bit Within of it. Fa- but fa- we yeah. don't. We're not encouraging, you know, anti-social behaviour. Bashing up on socials. No, we don't want any of that. No. But holding him account, yes. Thanks for the uh, bully update there, Dan. (laughs) Like, come on, man. We're in the real world. We're not not down at here. You know where we're not down at. Speaking of the real world, (laughs) let's talk about fantasy for a second. Right. You're being a little insufferable about... A game for kids that you have been playing. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not. Actually, I don't. Come on. I don't want to hurt the yeah. fantasy community because I know it's it's vicious. No, you you are very good at fantasy AFL fantasy. Um, yes. Tell me your rank in Australia. My rank in Australia is around the fifteen hundred mark. Right. I mean, which is good. It's okay. Uh, about one hundred fifty thousand people playing nationally, so I mean, it's pretty good. Right. Top. What's what's that? One percent. Two percent. I'm bad at maths. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite high. I mean, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, I keep asking me questions. Um, what else? Do you, look, I'm just I'm giving you a bit of a soapbox. What do you want to say about your fantasy? I know you've been thinking about it. All well, week. ladies and gentlemen, I do have to announce that if anyone would like any dream team help, any fantasy advice, I'm here for you. Because over the weekend, Dan, mm. I came second in Australia. Say second in the world. I came second in the universe. Yeah. In fantasy, AFL fantasy for round fourteen. That's huge. Right, so the round score, you get a total round score. I was second place. So coming into the last game, I was in 10th. Right, You can see it's live. It's, yeah, it, right. it, it refreshes live, right? About a three-second delay of stats. So you can refresh. So coming into the last game, I was 10th. 
end of the first quarter of the last game, I was about seventh. Got to fifth by half time, fourth by three quarter time. I thought, ah, no chance of winning. Within about the first ten minutes of the last quarter, after hitting refresh around thirty times, <laughs> I I jumped to second, and there was no way I couldn't see the top. It's it's blind. You can't see it during the round. You can only see at the end of the round exactly right. who's on what. But you can see your position. So you couldn't tell if you were two points behind. Yeah, that's correct. Way. But I could see it was tight because I was jumping between positions, building up, building up, building up. So who? how far behind first place were you for the weekend? Uh, well, it, between second and 50th, there was 63 points, right? Okay, yep. So there was quite close. But yeah. I could have been 50th. Yeah. Between second, me, and first, there was 112 points. First place has just blown everyone out of the water in the country by That's a long insane. way. Yeah, it was really disappointing. Is this person a regular fan? Yeah, see, I don't know. Yeah, see, see some people raise that. Do Some people create a team just for the week and try to take out the weekly prize. Ah, uh, sure. What's the weekly prize, you asked, Dan? What is the weekly prize? I was giving prize? you eyes there. There's been, this has been going for a, a, over a decade. I've been playing it for 20 years in a league with my mates. Yep. I've, this is the only time I've ever been close to winning a round. So halfway through that last quarter when I was in second, I thought, better look up what the prize is. I know there's a prize. I knew there was a prize. And at one stage in time, there was a $1,000 cash prize for the round winner. Right. And I was pretty bloody excited, $1,000. Yep. Well, I jumped on the AFL website, afl.com.au, forward slash fantasy, forward slash prizes, forward slash round prizes. <laughs> what do you reckon the prize is for winning a round? I'll tell you what, I wasn't bloody disappointed when I didn't win it. Was it like a $50 AFL store card? It's $100 AFL store card plus a match day sharing. And they valued that at $180, which I think's bloody rich. There's no way they cost $180. Do you think that's an appropriate prize to win a national competition in a week when there's only 22 events? Do you think that's appropriate? Well, how much are you paying to play? You win a car if you win the yearly. If you win the overall, you win a car. Yeah, well, there you go. There's your big prize. Absolutely disgraceful. <laughs> AFL what media. What get? No. <laughs> Dan. Or you'd think maybe if they're giving me a, a hey, buddy would think $100 win AFL card and a footy, you nothing. might get a $50. I got nothing. I got go. nothing. Second place. All I got was the glory and the ride and the journey on Twitter. Live tweeted it. It was outstanding. Well, there you go. Yeah, it was there, really was a, there was a win after all. I know you did want to talk briefly about F1 fantasy. No, you wanted to do that. Because you bagged me out on socials. What, well, tell me I about F1 All fantasy. I said was that oh, I play... Oh, I, I, I beat you in, I'd beat you in F1 fantasy. <laughs> no, you said that. I didn't say that. Oh, I bet you'd, you'd get your ass whooped in my fantasy league. What I you, never said that. Do you play F1 fantasy? Yes, dude? I do play F1 fantasy. And oh. I'm currently second in my league. In your league? Yeah, I was oh. first for the longest time. How many people in your league? Uh, maybe 10. Wow. But there was a period of time, I will say this, I was about 75th in Australia. Dan's challenge. 75th in Australia, by the way, is given that there are multiple, there's maybe a million people that go, play Have this. you got a Dan's challenge this week? No. Dan, yeah, we, no, we're doing Twitter. The Twitter the Twitter thing, remember? We're both live tweeting a oh, game. Okay, I'll give you one for this week, right now. Dan's challenge. Have you ever been uh, second in the country in a round of any division of fantasy? Will one, Dan zero. I'll have to, no, well, okay, I'll have to go and do some research. I may have, I don't know. So we got a message on Twitter last week. What's our Twitter handle, by the way? Uh, backchat underscore pod. There you go. Got a Twitter message last, or earlier in the week, that was from Riley Nelson. That's my nephew. There you go. Just uh, <laughs> a family affair today. <laughs> Thank you, Jan. Thank you, Riley. Uh, he pointed us in the direction of a tweet from someone at grinder underscore Frio on Twitter. So the text of the tweet says, nine months ago, Darcy is no good. Now, Geelong should target Darcy, who is a star. Not Frio, need to re-sign him, but let's wind up forever Frio. Hashtag fans with some comments. So they've got some screenshots of Tim Gossich's tweets. Mm. So this is a bit of a, a media watch yeah. sent in by yeah. someone, which we love. Yeah. We, we, you know, we can't be across everything and we love it when they do. So this is from the, what year? Uh, 2020, so 23rd, the 9th, 2020. Tim Gossich tweets, Darcy is not a first ruck and Hogan is not a key forward. Lob is a first ruck and needs to work on that craft. So, obviously, this is quite some time ago. That's outrageous for stuff. Okay. Am I allowed to comment on that? Yeah, go ahead. Lob is a first ruck. What, what, is, what planet is Tim Gossage on? He's, Lob has never been a first ruck. He was, not, he was not traded to Fremantle as a first ruck. He did not play as GWS's first ruck. He's not built like a first ruck. He does not play like a first ruck. 
Is that, is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Let's, Stupid. Let's fast forward to the 18th of June this year. This is after um, some time, I guess. This, uh, is what's that? this is a week ago. This week is ago. Five days ago. Yeah, there you go. You know the dates. He tweets, Geelong Cats need a number one ruckman badly. Throw the kitchen sink at Sean Darcy. He's a genuine ruck star. Frio Dockers will do what they can to keep him, but his value is soon to be next level. Right, so that is, uh, let's call that eight months apart. Yep, there you go. Eight months apart, and Tim Gossage has gone from hating Darcy to loving Darcy. Yeah, it's not a first ruck to now that, throw the kitchen sink at him. Geelong need to throw all the money at that's him. That's what I love about the internet. Yes. You can be found out very quickly. And yes. I'm sure I've done exactly – well, you know what? I don't reckon I have. It's why I personally, on, on socials, when I'm making comments, I try to be honest rather than saying shit to stir, stir shit up. Yeah, right. Because I reckon that's where you get found out. Like, I reckon Tim Gossage here has gone, Darcy, not a first ruck, Hogan, not a key forward. Well, Hogan is a key forward. He He's – that's ridiculous. I don't know about Darcy nine months ago. I wouldn't have said not a, not a first ruck, but, you know, he wasn't in as good a form as he is now. But he has said that whole statement for stirring shit. Someone did reply to him and say, sorry, Goss, you got this one wrong. This is back when he originally tweeted. Yeah. Darcy is our first ruck and is becoming a very good one at that. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Tim Gossett replied to that tweet and said, you need a ruckman who gets things moving, not someone who tries to nullify the opposition ruck. Very good backup, but won't be a game-changing role player. Uh, uh, oh, no. See, yeah, so, okay, I mean, that's his opinion. And opinions, uh, you know, just like assholes, everyone's got one. Uh, yeah. It's just you've got to be careful with offering them on players, I think. Especially when you speak about youngish players. I mean, Sean Darcy's a young ruckman, and you get made look very, you get found out very quickly. You can't have a a steaming hot take like that. I'm sure Tim, if he listens to this, or if someone points him in the right direction to listen to this, will be very angry with me saying this, like calling him out for this. But that's what it is. It's it's Tim talking shit and then wanting to sound good again by saying, "Oh, Sean Darcy's amazing." Yeah, it's. It, it's it, it's hard to comment on players and then flip your ideas like that. Unless, unless, look, I'll give him this. If he was to quote tweet his original one and say, "Yeah, put my hand up, put my hand up," Tom Tom Morris style. It's, put, it's been a long nine months. Sean Darcy's proven himself. That's right. He is a legit ruckman. That's right. You got to be you got to be big enough to fall on your own sword. Yes, I'm unsure if Tim Gossage is though. Mm, there you go. Yeah, whack. Uh, That's enough for media watch this way. Oh, you know what? Before I get off it, yeah, had a bit of back and forth over Twitter over the over the week. Uh, Josh Kennedy was named in Lee Montagna's WA side of the year or just Western Australia side if they played a state team. He said he thought WA's state team might be able to beat Victoria's state team. And so just to clarify, this isn't players who just play for a WA team. This is no, These are players who that. are born in Western Australia. Well, I wanted to ask you one. I mean, not that you're a, not a footy head, but like what do you think defines being able to play in a state team? Like is it place of birth? Not necessarily. I reckon Why? if well, if you <laughs> if you grew up in your formative years were in a state like, but I mean the same. You wouldn't. I, it, it, let's say the Olympics, right? Let's say you you were born in in New Zealand, yeah, and you came over and you but you lived most of your life in Australia. You'd still have to represent New Zealand, right? Yes. So yeah, there you go. I take it back. If you, good wherever you were born, that's where you have to play. Thank you, because that's where I sit, right? Because well, because it's too wishy washy. Then yeah. it's like oh, I, yeah, I, where's I, the line? I lived there for three years. Well, I lived there for three and a half. Well, the three and a half, you're over there. Yeah, there right. you go. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, there right. you go. So Josh Kennedy gets named in the WA state side and, uh, you know, uh, sorry, didn't get named in the WA state side, but everyone was saying, where's Josh Kennedy? Where's Josh Kennedy? And I said, he's not there because he's not a WA. He's not a right. West Australian. Do you know that? Everyone thinks Josh Kennedy's a West Australian local. He's up from up north, up Moonimire, Northampton. He, 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 he flaunts that a lot as well, Josh Kennedy. Oh, from Northampton, a country boy. Know where he was born? Canberra, the worst of the states and territories, the very worst. He was born in Canberra. How's your ACT allies going to go in the state of origin, Josh? So you think it's a bit of a, you know when you know, rappers say, oh man, grew up in the Bronx. Yeah. But it turns out, you know, they're from Southern California. Yeah, that's Josh Kennedy right there. And I didn't appreciate people calling me out saying, oh, he is West Australian, he's from Northampton. Well, he's not. It's not where he's from. That's not where he was born. He might have grew up there. Good on you, Josh. But he's from the ACT. Okay. And their, and their state of origin team, it'd be allies. And it'd be 
It'd be just dreadful. <laughs> just who, else, who else would feature on it? Uh, I think Tassie has their own. So it'd be New South Wales is allies. It's New South Wales, ACT, and potentially Queensland. It just depends how bad they are. Queensland, yep. Yep. Did I say what did I say? Queensland. Right. There is a line that draws the sand there. Um, so that's uh, – look, look, we got a bit of media watch, a bit mm. of Tim Gossage, a bit of uh, Lee Montagna's WA team mm. that Josh Kennedy didn't make, but he's not from WA, so it doesn't count. Okay, well, finally we're here. Most important part of the show. It's ticket time. It's ticket giveaway time. Western Bulldogs, West Coast Eagles this week. Social media, here we are. How good. I haven't decided a winner yet either, so I'm going to decide on the fly. Right, Sometimes we'll I decide a winner before we do it. There's yep. a bit of there's a bit of you know inside information. I'm going to do it on the fly here. We've got a lot to get through, so I'm going to make sure you keep it snappy. Okay. Yeah. All right, we're we're going to go. We're going to go quick. We don't want this to be a Joe Rogan four hour. At podcast. Josh Garlop, he is a media man. Is he? Josh Garlop, Yeah, West West Australian. Yeah, I know. Um, he did. Um, anyways. yeah. Josh Garlop, the saying in pro sports is 90% of the attention from media goes to 10% of the players. This is frustrating for AFL players or Dusty in his contract year, Nick Nat and the bad PN articles. But with star power comes benefits like money, sponsorships, etc. What does Schofield think of the 90-10 rule in hindsight when looking back at his career, a live member who contributed to a premiership but never got an Uber Eats ad? I mean, sounds like Josh wants the tickets to the game because that's a very good question. It is a good one. Uh, what do I think of the 90-10 rule? So 90% of the attention goes to 10% of the players. Correct. Uh, and 10% of the attention goes to 90% of the players. Maths. Is that right? Look, I think there's a general necessity in terms of driving interest to the game with money, with sponsorships, because no one wants to see Will Schofield in Uber Eats. Okay? <laughs> but let's get straight to the point. Let's yep. compare Nick Nat with me. I was in the 90%. I may, as, I may have well been in the bottom 10 and he was in the top 10. Did you ever pose for a Hungry Jack's ad? No, but I did at Hungry Jack's appearance where I got a 50% off lifetime card, which I still have. Can current Eagles players walk into a Hungry Jack's and get a free Whopper? No, but I have heard of players pulling up in the uh, drive-thru, like after games, in their kit saying, "Who do you, do you know who I am? <laughs> Name. There's got to be one. I think Jack Redden's one of them. <laughs> I, I'm almost sure it is. <laughs> okay. It's been done. Uh, someone was on the sponsorship board like in the, yeah, someone yeah. had done the ad that year yep. and rocked up and what, just asked, pointed to it? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen <laughs> this? Yeah, give me, okay. the, give me the free Whopper. Uh, what do I think about it though, the 90% rule? Yeah, I think it needs to happen, but probably on reflection, uh, I think media in general is a bit grotty. Yep. And the stories that are run on the top 10% of players are only run because they're top 10% of players. And if they expanded their view, uh, in the end, the media runs where they want to run stories. They push the agenda. And so if they expanded their view to more than the top 10%, potentially the grottiness would actually filter out because you'd have better stories. There'd be more interesting things. Yep. People do actually care about uh, you know, the regular Joe on the list, I think. Sometimes they love them more. Sometimes it's a better story like oh, yeah, yeah, the Joe sure. Ingalls types in yeah, the yeah. NBA, right? It's like, oh, you know. So does that answer the question? Yeah, I think that's good. You know what's a good place for that is Reddit because the community oh, backs, backs you r slash backchat podcast. I, overall, I think the love should be shared, but I yeah. understand why it's not. Yep. And you know what? Do you think if you asked um, those players in that 10%, do you want to be – you know, involved in all this media, what do you think most of them yeah, say? Yeah, see, like, that's the thing. No. No. I don't want to be involved yeah. in it. Yeah, that's a very good point. Mm. Let's go to the next question. Stefan underscore 1039. Has there been a player on the Eagles list that you really disliked? No need to name, but I would like you to if you would like to. And how does that dynamic change between on and off the field? You want to keep this Actually, snappy? Actually, it's a good question, yeah. Yeah, you want to keep it snappy? No. Yeah, I, uh, you've never disliked a player. No, nah, I've never really disliked opposition players. Like, it, it depends how you look at disliked, but you know, f footy's a game in the end. And yep. yeah, I find it hard to dislike people. I don't get along with people, but that's all right. I guess when you got you got forty four on the list, you're not going to love everyone. Yeah, but the, but you're not having to put up with yeah. you know. It's all good. That's life. I, I reckon that's life. I reckon the exp expanded West Coast list into life. You're going to have the same reaction. Some people you love, some people you hate, some people are in the middle. Get on with it. Uh, at Garvro 
underscore five four three. Sharon or Burley, yeah. is there a noticeable difference between when playing AFL to Waffle and the way the ball acts? Is that because Waffle is one and... Yeah, so AFL is Sharon and Waffle is Burley and yep. Burleys are just terrible to kick. They they go out... They, they're almost like they're out of shape. Right. Very easy to kick a floater with one and that the wind gets a hold of them. Whereas the Sharon, it's just... Sharons are so easy to kick. That's why I think sometimes fans should are in the right for getting angry at AFL players given the amount of training they do. That's the other thing. At, at, at waffle level, you aren't training as much. You don't have the ball in your hand as much as yeah. AFL level. Skills should be a given. And I was a very skillful player, so you don't have to ask me anything. At Candace Spag. Now, Spaggy, you're, you're not in the running. You've already won one of these, but we can go through your question. Yep. How did JJ get your jumper number? Did he ask for it? Did you offer it? Were you disappointed it went to a forward and not a backline ball? And how long did it take you for them to delete you from the WhatsApp group chat? Oh, it's a good question. Uh, all right, there's a lot of questions. How did JJ get my number? He just took it. He sent me a photo privately mm. with all of his shit in my locker. That was it. No message. And I was a little disgruntled by it. Like I, I, I am, uh, I am a traditionalist. I've been a one club player, a one number player. Not that that really means anything in footy these days, but I was a little annoyed with how he went about it. But in saying that, it wasn't meant to be offensive by JJ and he was actually trying to show respect. So by the first time I saw him, I was still annoyed. So I took him off. It was, it was, we were having beers. I took him off to the side and I had a beer with him and I told him exactly what I just told you. said, um, this is what I right. thought. And he, like, uh, he could not have apologised more profusely. Oh, like, he, was, yeah, he, was, he was like honoured to have the 31. He's go. got some Geelong heritage. Yep. Um, he was born elsewhere, but he's lived in Geelong a long time. So I, that's the deal we made. I would have liked to have gone to a backman, but if I couldn't have it go to a backman, it would go to someone with Geelong heritage. There you go. And he's the man, Jermaine Jones. What and what, oh, WhatsApp group, I, I mic dropped it out of there. No one, no one deleting me out of my own WhatsApp groups. Yeah, I created yeah. a lot of them, so I had to hand admin over. So right. you're in like there's, yeah. like, there's like several different WhatsApp groups. Yeah, I'm mic dropped. I can't tell you exactly what I said, but gave a, gave a bit of a bit of a media watch whack on the way out. Teed off on the way out, actually. At Stesh. At Stesh Alama. At Stesh Alama. I think you butchered that. Stesh Alama. No, you've just read the it. question down. <laughs> hey, boys. Long time listener and sorry for no underscore. That's okay, Stesh Alama. Hasn't been any underscores today. It's been very disappointing. Question on behalf of the hubs. Scoey, what's your beard care routine? Oof. Also, one for things people do but shouldn't. Another great segment of the oh, podcast. We, we didn't do that today. Well, here it is. Hubs mixes his coffee and milk and then nukes it in the microwave. We have a milk frother, but he doesn't like it. I'm unsure who Hubs is. Who's he referring to? Okay, come on, mate. I think Hubs is this person's hubby. Oh. And they're referring oh, to them. Oh, the Hubs. I think it's the way you wrote it. Uh, Reddit. Uh, anyway, Hubs mixes. Don't blame okay, me. Okay. It's Hubs, okay? And I knew it was Hubby. Hubs mixes his coffee and milk and then nukes it in the microwave. We have a milk frother, but he doesn't like it. What does nuking it in the microwave do? Heats it up. So I think he's got the coffee granules, puts mark, uh, milk in it, then just nukes it in the yeah. microwave and stirs it. You're dead right, Stash. Things people do but shouldn't. Yeah, that's it. That's a ridiculous waste of time. It's worse than Dan's coffee routine and it shouldn't be done. Uh, my beard care routine, I give it a little trim. Little, uh, little, little. not not razor, but electronic yeah. on the sides. I like to keep the sides in trim and then the, the, the length kind of just does what it wants. I like to keep the moustache off my top lip, which is something that you are failing to do yeah, right now. I can see it. It makes me want to lick my own lips. Because it's like, <laughs> oh, gross. It's like tickling your teeth. Do you sort, sort of – Sort that out. Do you, like, do you stand in the, uh, looking at the mirror, right? Yeah, this, is how I, this is how I imagine you do How else would you, you do it? So you're standing there in your bathroom. You've got your mirror in front of you, mm. and on your mirror, I reckon you've got a picture of Max Gorn, and you just oh. – <laughs> Oh, don't do what that. What about – do you put um, shampoo or something in it? Uh, no. No, okay, no. Just let it go. No, yeah, no. nice. Are you shampooing that? I mean, I'm, no. I'm not referring to it as a beard. It's <laughs> very wiry. Yeah. Um, Jake underscore sure underscore. You've made up for the lack of underscores. Thank you, Jake. Hey, gents, really liking the new take on the pod. Thank you, Jake. I hope these he's not, natural... He's not thanking you. He's thanking the pod. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm thanking Jake. Okay. For liking the new take on the yeah, pod. Cool. I hope these natural, authentic underscores are equally as yeah, enjoyable. Very. 
There's often hypothetical chatter about best state league sides, your peak Subiacus, et cetera, standing a genuine chance of being the worst rebuilding AFL sides. Yes. So, Scoey, having played at both levels, is there a universe in which th- that is realistic or is the gap between AFL and state leagues uh, bigger than it may appear? Very good question. It's a very good question. Very good question, Jake. You are in the running. I've, I've put little asterisks next to a few of them yeah, and you've got asterisks. You've got an asterisk. I think there's a potential that the best state side in – in the nation could beat North Melbourne this year, for instance. It's been Gold Coast for a, n- a number of years when they've been a young team. Yep. The quality of the waffle, I can only speak of the waffle, is high level. Um, I would say the top 15 players on each list, and we'll say 12, could go close to playing or at least being on an AFL list. The difference would be the bottom seven. So if it was top 15, the bottom seven at waffle is very different to the bottom seven at AFL. The bottom seven players in the team in the AFL are still very good players. Yes. The bottom seven in the waffle, there's a there's a drop-off in quality. But in saying that, I do think, if we use this year, let's use Subiaco, even though they just lost to the West Coast Eagles waffle side, I think Subiaco's team could go close to being North Melbourne this year because North Melbourne are not up to standard. No. And they've got a young team. You got to think like a lot of these bad teams in the AFL. They got young players, Waffle, Subi. They got they got twenty five to twenty eight year old yeah, prime in their lives. Yeah, exactly, they're men. They they would they would it would be a good game. Put it that way. They wouldn't. Yeah, North Melbourne wouldn't come and just smash them. All right, next one. Great question uh, at Luke dot Rogers eight. How do you feel about the dot compared to the underscore? I don't mind it. I'll be interested to see who this is. I know Luke Rogers. Yeah. Okay. Based on your experience, what's more important at AFL level, a good head coach or good players? And can a team with a shit coach but good players still do well? Oh, okay. Good question. Asterix. Uh, what's more important, good players at AFL level? Uh, I think good players. But then the second part of the question is, can a team with a shit coach but good players still do well? It's, it's hard. A good coach is vital, but there, there's only so much a coach can do. Yep. If your team's absolutely well, stacked. And, and and good players, that's a very ambiguous word, good. Mm. Uh, like talented or is it hard work? Like System. A, a good, yeah, a good team, Richmond, they're not the most talented team. They'd have good coaches though. Yep. I know they do. They'd, they'd stick to it's a, a It's a combination. It's a combination. But I think overall – Good players is more important than a good coach. All right, go to the next one because I've got an answer. At underscore dilly dilly underscore. That's my favourite username of <laughs> segment. Have you seen Tom's exploits on TikTok, hot or not? Who's Tom? Tom, Tom. Morris. Wowee. I spent a bit of this afternoon yeah. looking at Tom Morris's TikTok. Yeah. I felt sick. Oh, no. It's just... Oh, very forced. He's doing his best to do these TikTok dances, sometimes with his partner, sometimes with the boys. It's... Tom, you're very brave. I'll, I'll put it that way. So, hot or not, I'm going to say not. Next oh, one. Look, if anyone's on TikTok, go and check it out. It's apparently at Tom Morris 32 Yeah, exactly. I wonder if he was 32 when he was playing footy. We just wanted to one-up you. Yeah. All right, this is the last one. All right? No more after this. I know there's another page. This is the last one. I'm just yep. telling you. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. At Jarvis Pinner. Now, this man. Yeah. Just, 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 I won't explain who it is. Just, I'll just answer the question. All right. Yes, and I have seen this question pounded on okay. all of our socials. Okay. okay. Will enough is enough? When will you finally open up on the rumors circling you and your kebab shop routine? You can't keep dodging <laughs> your guilty pleasures of Turkish delights. Seafood baskets much longer Gets asked every week on social media <laughs> And it's a very important question Now down at Mandra okay. There is a kebab shop yep. right? it's, it's on the strip down there It's not a very big strip Not many kebab shops down there They, they sell your regular stuff You, you donna with a lot you, you, got the, you got the garlic and lamb kebab You've the got HSB? your chips You've got the HSB You've got the garlic gravy and chips and gravy Like great Yeah love it They've got some very very strange offerings down at Mandra <laughs> Number one is a seafood basket. Now, at 3 a.m. when you've walked out of the toucan down at Mandra, do you want a nice nice deep-fried seafood basket? I think not, Mandra kebabs. Second of all... Especially when you're not a seafood restaurant. And more importantly, they've got on the menu 
Turkish delights. Um, not 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 wrapped up Turkish delights. We're talking cubed, cubed and flowered, like with sprinkled cubes of Turkish delight. And they have these on display in the Baymer. Is it a Baymeray? Like glass, uh, glass yeah, display. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah, got in the glass cabinet. They've got these opened, non-packeted Turkish delights. What? Hang on a second. Who in their right mind is coming out of a nightclub at 3am and getting a seafood market with a side of Turkish delights? I think not me. Does that interest you, Dan? No, that's, that would make you feel <laughs> sick. But I do want to address one thing here. Mm-hmm. What do you think a Turkish delight is? Uh, just the just uh, with the chocolate and the... <laughs> oh, it's funny, is it? Mate. It's funny, is it? A real Turkish delight... Oh, I'm sorry. ...is a rose water... Oh, I'm sorry. Gelatin cube with dusted you sugar see, on it. See how much, see how much you f with you sound. <laughs> <laughs> that is real Turkish delight. Not these Cadbury chocolates, mate. All right, me, so me, me, no, 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 no. So me, props nah, to nah, this nah. Mandra kebabs. Yeah, Mandra kebabs. Authentic yeah. Turkish delight. There you go. You got a new customer. Dan constantly <laughs> down next week. That's it. Back chat two all over. Oh, I forgot who won the tickets, Dan. Come Ooh. on, man. What are you doing here? You got to remind me that. I right. Don't know. Uh, so, Jarvis, you're not going to win, mate. That was a Sorry, good question. Jarvis. It's between Josh Garlop and Jake Shaw. Jake underscore Shaw underscore. Look, it's a 50-50 for mine. And as I always say, and this is a reason, you've got to have a tiebreaker and it's the username. It's a double underscore. It's a no-brainer for me. Jake underscore Shaw underscore. There's the tickets. <laughs> there you go, baby. I'm bloody lucky, Josh Garlop. How good's that? Two tickets to the footy. There you go, that Josh. cost a fair bit, I reckon. That's better than coming second in the country for fucking fantasy. <laughs> good work. Back to 2.0. See you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.